It's like the chicken and the egg. Which comes first? Is my lack of focus and decision-making activating my unhelpful anxiety? Or is the unhelpful anxiety causing my lack of focus and decision-making? And welcome to this episode of Overcoming Anxiety with Dawn Morgan. Good afternoon, good evening, or good morning to you all. So, anxiety. You know, some people think that because I talk about anxiety and overcoming anxiety, and I'm a coach and therapist, that I don't ever suffer with it. Well, that's not true. Uh, The reason I can talk about it so much is because I've been there. And right now, my anxiety is showing up. It's, it's been showing itself lately in the form of overwhelm. And last night, it kept me awake, which hasn't happened for a very long time. So today, I'm going to walk you through my strategy for dealing with it. Sleepless nights are never welcome. I'm someone who usually enjoys a good seven or eight hours a night and a good mix of different sleep phases. I especially know if my deep sleep is not or has not been adequate. And according to my Fitbit app, my normal deep sleep ratio is longer than average. And I do like it that way. See, during deep sleep, we organise and store memories, allowing for a better recall of information. Think of it like a filing away of your experiences and learning from the day in an ordered way. A good, clear, organised filing system, easy to locate anything you need. Without adequate deep sleep, it's just like throwing all of your experiences and learning into a pile in the bottom drawer. Imagine you are working in an office environment and whether you're still using paper, which most of us are not, but or, or filing electronically, come the end of the day, all the stuff that you've been processing, whether it's invoices or reports or documents of any sort, you know, there comes a time when we need to file them away. We need a really good filing system so that any time in the next sort of days, weeks or months, we can locate that particular report, invoice, etc. Um, without spending loads of time sort of going through piles and piles of stuff. And, and when we have a good night's sleep and we're a adequate deep sleep, it's like we've actually filed those into this amazing filing system and it's they're just there. But if we don't, It's like at the end of the working day where you just think, oh, I've got all those things to file away. You know, I'm just going to drop them into a drawer to deal with later or I'm going to drop them into a to file later electronic folder, which, you know, I'm guilty of sometimes. And then you come into work the next day and, you know, boss wants a report or or a copy of something. And you think, well, I know it, it, it should be in that that folder. But, oh, yeah, right. I didn't file things properly. So I'm now have have to dig through all these hundreds of bits of paper or electronic filing records to to find what I need. And it's it's time consuming and you have to dig and it just takes much longer than you, you would like. And it's <clears throat> it's that sort of feeling because last night I just didn't have enough deep sleep and barely any actually. So today I feel groggy and fuzzy-headed and lacking focus and and generally stressed. Not massively stressed, but just sort of aware of the fact that, you know, I've I've just got stuff to do. I've got so much on my to-do list and my not-so-friendly anxiety is bugging me to get things done. But my lack of sleep is 
having difficulty finding the resources I need from that pile in the bottom drawer. You know, it feels like I've got all those all those things scattered over the floor, just trying to make some sort of order or organize them in, in some way, but they're still they're still scattered. And add to that this morning, I've I've got a delayed meeting. It's been delayed two hours and I really sort of dug out all the resources I needed, as in the correct mindset, the notes and understandings, and got myself psyched up ready for this meeting. And I, I'm and because it's been delayed, I'm now trying to hold on to the correct frame of mind for the next two hours, which which is challenging. Um and also I've got the constant nagging from my anxiety telling me to get on with something from my list in the meantime. And I'm sort of looking at my list and thinking, oh, I don't know what, you know, I've got to hold on to this, you know, this information I need for my meeting. But so if, you know, am I going to lose that if I go off and do something else? But, oh, my brain just can't handle all this information today. Does this sound familiar? I'm certainly focusing more on the list that I have than, than I am at reducing the list. I, I seem to have lost the ability to make a decision, which is why I know my anxiety is in play. When I can get things done, focus on a task or make decisions, my unhelpful anxiety is dormant. It's settled, it's sleeping, it doesn't need to, to do anything. And my gentle, helpful anxiety is helping me achieve something. It's, it's always difficult to, to understand really why my um, unhelpful anxiety jumps up. So it's like the chicken and the egg. Which comes first? Is my lack of focus and decision making activating my unhelpful anxiety? Or is the unhelpful anxiety causing my lack of focus and decision making? I never really know. And I, I think, you know, I know there's not really much point worrying too much about that. Because again, it will take me away and my anxiety will jump up and keep reminding me that I should be doing something useful instead. So normally, I would just relax and write the day off as unproductive and be kind to myself. You know, go for a walk or spend time with friends or family or or just watch a movie or read a book. But not today. Remember, I have this meeting coming up and that's important. That meeting is likely to add to my list and my busyness. And that thought is also stressing me out. See, my logical mind knows that I'm creating this feeling state, but my unconscious mind thinks it is protecting me by activating this anxiety. It's constantly reminding me of all these things I need to do, mainly because I have a rule that says I need to get them done. and, And it's this horrible conflict. So I've made a decision, or... Maybe I haven't made a decision. Maybe it's just, you know, the way my day is going. But I need to focus on this meeting. So that's what I'll be doing. Be as prepared as I can for this meeting, which is now in about half an hour's time. So I'm going to break now and I'm going to come back after my meeting. So I'm back. Meeting over. And it actually went better than I expected Interestingly, I was asked how I thought it went, and I automatically went on the conservative side of okay, <laughs> which and I was I was told that I'm so British, which is very true. We don't tend to blow our own trumpets very well. Now, back to calm my anxiety and get back to life. It's calmed a little bit because I've got one thing out of the way. 
but I can still feel my heart racing and hear the blood rushing past my ears. Telltale signs that I am stressed, anxious and needing to clear my mind. I have various options. For me, what normally works is to satisfy my unconscious mind enough so that it shuts up. So I make a plan for the next few days. When I have a clear plan, I have something to work towards. And with everything on the list, with some scheduled time, I can see the light at the end of the tunnel. It's almost like if if I sort of understand where all the items on my list are going to fit into my normal day, it takes away the idea that there's too much when I can see that I actually do have time to do it. But although I'll make this plan, I'm not going to give in to my anxiety. I understand that my own mind, albeit my unconscious mind, is creating this feeling state and I can choose to engage or not. I know from experience that for me, self-talk works and letting go and allowing the feeling to wash over me. So when I talk about self-talk, it's about making sure that I'm not putting myself down, that I'm not creating language patterns that are adding to my stress. It's like when you deal with a a child who is stressed out. Your plan is to calm them. You don't make it worse. You don't feed and fuel that concern and that stress. You calm it. You tell them that everything's going to be fine and this, it's perfectly normal to feel a bit stressed in this situation and it will pass, etc. And I also use a visualisation that helps. I use a cleansing light flowing through my body. I vis- visualise it as a a warm yellow light like the sun flowing down from my head, touching every part of my body inside and out and calming and releasing anything unhelpful. This is a kind of mindfulness. And as I visualise the light entering and moving through my body, I'm brought into the present time, right here, right now, just being. I trust the light will do its job as it goes down through my body, I can just feel it moving down and calming and see it really focus on it. It's sort of flowing through every part of my body. And just doing it for these few seconds, here I am feeling much calmer. My heart slowed. I feel less stressed. I still have a list of things to do, but I'm left with my plan and a gentle reminder of my list. I can just feel everything just passing by still have the helpful type of anxiety, the good kind, the one that reminds me of my goals, my purpose, my plan. This anxiety I wouldn't be without. What's interesting is I can bring back my anxiety if I wanted to. I can focus on the huge list of things that I have on my to-do list. I can think about the amount of effort it's going to take to get everything done. I can talk to myself about how I probably won't be able to do all of them to the standard that I would like and therefore let people down. I can focus on all the thoughts that I can create about not being good enough or not being capable enough, that I am my own worst enemy, trying to do so much. And who do I think I am to think I can help people with their anxiety when mine is so heightened at the moment? Or I can realise that If I can increase my anxiety, I can also decrease it. I can let it flow. I can become mindful in the present moment. Understand what I am feeling is created and that I don't have to respond 
if I choose not to? What about you? What do you do when your anxiety, your unhelpful anxiety, becomes active? What do you do to calm it, to reassure it, to thank it even, to calm it down and allow it to go back to sleep for a long time? Thank you for listening to today's show. Please follow or subscribe to get the latest episodes as soon as they're available. Whilst you are there, please also comment and review as it helps me and other listeners know what is good and what is not. If you would like to get in touch, feel free to reach out to me via the contact details in my show notes or through Facebook at Finding Freedom Club.